What's up, everybody? Welcome to the FitFig podcast. I'm Steph Figarelli, and today I want to talk about taking a deload from life. Often when we discuss deloading, it's when we reduce intensity, volume, and the weights we lift in the gym. In this aspect, I want to talk about taking time away from the monotony of the grind, where you leave home, maybe you travel um, out of the country or out of the state, maybe you stay in the state. It's really going to depend on your circumstances. And obviously with what's happening right now in the world, we're not able to really travel in the way that we used to be able to do. So until that's possible, how you go about incorporating time away from your life is really going to be up to you. It's a personal preference and it's going to depend a lot on what's accessible depending on where you live. So I'm going to speak specifically to traveling out of state. My preference has always been to take trips overseas. I really have enjoyed over the past six years, seven years, exploring new countries and learning about new cultures. In fact, this is a part of something that I consider my continuing education as a student for life. I have never been able to reproduce the same experiences traveling in the United States and definitely not within my own state. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with taking time away from maybe where you live and going to a different city. I mean, I have a blast going to Seward, Alaska, which is about two and a half hours south of Anchorage where I live, um, or even going up north, which is going to provide different experiences than what I can have here. Different temperatures as well. So it really, it, it, this is all into, you know, individual stuff. Obviously you can do what you feel is best for you. For me, my, my first preference is going to be being able to leave the country. And I just love the excitement of culture shock. I, the first trip I ever took was to Thailand, 2009, and I had such an amazing experience, but a big part of what made it so memorable is how different the culture was and how different the people were from what I was accustomed to in the United States. And I really was pushed so far out of my comfort zone that it was incredible. Uh, I probably will never be able to recreate that feeling ever again because it was so novel and so interesting to me, but absolute just fondest memories of my life. And the reason I think this is so important to do is because it gives us an opportunity to remove ourselves from the daily routine that we we do every single day. And if you're a business owner, you don't really ever get a rest from your business. It's 24 seven. And one of the most attractive things for me in becoming a business owner was the freedom that I had around making my own hours and creating my life. But the drawback to owning your own business is that you never really get to check out. And even if you don't own your own business, maybe you're 
a big part of a company and you're very involved in what you do within the company, you probably have a lot of responsibilities that don't allow you to check out. And I'm going to give you two book recommendations in this podcast episode because these two books were pivotal pivotal in changing my mindset around leaving my life, going elsewhere to gain perspective, but also to have this feeling of renewal where I could come back to my life that I love and I could enjoy it, feel more gratitude, but also work a little bit harder and be a lot more interested and happier day to day because I was able to go away from it. I was able to create a contrast in what I experience every day to something new, making new memories. And I think this is incredibly important, especially as we get older and time seems to go so fast because there's nothing really new happening in our lives like it was when we were children. We were introduced to new experiences that were challenging, that were frustrating and scary. And we really aren't encountering anything like that as we, as we get older, unless we purposely put ourselves out there. But by this point, most of us are in a routine. We have families, we have work. Uh, nobody could foresee this, the current circumstances in 2021. Nobody could have planned for this. You know, so we didn't see this coming. And of course, this has become a huge obstacle for those of us who want to travel. So the two books I want to recommend are two I have recommended for in various blogs, YouTube videos, probably podcast episodes over the last 10 years. And the first one is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And the one part of this book that I want to talk about in this episode is what's called sharpening the saw. And this is basically when you take care of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of who you are. So you come back sharper, stronger, more interested and enthusiastic in your life because you have allowed for a period of time devoted to renewal, recovery, much like that comparison to deloading in the gym where you take time away from your, your normal volume and the weights that you would typically lift in a session, you reduce that. And so there's a contrast created. It almost resensitizes you back to your training so you get more benefit when you return to your normal program or a different program. Maybe you've, your plan is to intensify it further. But you're creating this period of time on purpose where you are becoming resensitized to the benefits of the stress of exercise. This is how we get stronger and build bigger muscles as we purposely impose stress on our muscle tissue so it can grow back stronger and bigger. So same kind of thing applies to life. Taking time away from the normal routine. And I'll be the first to admit, I am, I love my routine. I love routine and I can fall into it and not even realize that I haven't given myself a break. I enjoy the work that I do and I enjoy the things that I 
do every day where my workouts are planned and easy to get in because I have a home gym. My nutrition is easy to follow because I don't have to worry about, you know, trying to find a certain thing. I have all the food I need. Everything is easy. And I've purposely worked hard on that to create a streamlined routine that keeps me on track, but also keeps me getting the results that I want. This also conserves brain fuel. It helps prevent frustrations and anxiety because there's a lot of predictability. But with that predictability can come a lot of boring type shit that you have to grind through that can wear you down. And I think what that can do is it really does desensitize you to where you're not feeling as excited or enthusiastic about your life, even though you love it and you're grateful for it. It's important for us to sharpen the saw, to literally come back sharper and more focused and eager to do work or just enjoy the life that we have. And a big part of that is routine. So I love Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits. I've recommended over the years to clients. It's a project book, so you do have to invest some time, get a notebook, journal some, you know, journal the process of what you're learning in this book because it's very valuable. But, you know, this, this breakdown where you're focusing on the physical part of your life exercise, nutrition, stress, stress management. Now, here's the thing. I don't think you need to sharpen the saw by leaving necessarily. You don't need to leave your life to sharpen the saw. You could do this every single day. You just make little pockets of time devoted to sharpening the saw. So that would be getting in your workout, scheduling a massage or whatever you're into that helps you relax, taking a hot bath stretching, doing mobility work, if that's your thing, uh, focusing on good nutrition. So you're eating healthy food that fuels your body and your mind, you know, focusing on the mental aspects, reading, visualization, planning, writing, the spiritual uh, component of life. So if you're, you know, if you're a religious person or you, or not even a religious person, maybe you just want to focus on meditation or deep belly breath, getting connected to your breathing. Uh, the social and emotional aspect of life, you know, maybe contribution, what serving other people, volunteering, you know, connecting with other people in your network, friendship circles, and sharing moments with people, creating new experiences together. I mean, this is the spice of life, you know? So it doesn't have to mean you leave. Now, I build these things into my life anyway. They're a part of my life. Sharpening the saw is a a big part of why I feel I have a large capacity to do work without getting burned out. I do this already. Where it's amplified and even better is when I can leave home and put myself in a new environment where I'm exposed to novel opportunities and experiences. Meeting new people, maybe getting to try a new food or a new activity, learning a new language, experiencing sunshine and warm temperatures, which are not things we often get here in Alaska. Even in the summertime, our summers, 
maybe a, a really good summer for a few days or if we're lucky, a few weeks reach up into the mid 70s. Uh, and that's Fahrenheit. So I, you know, we don't really get a hot summer. And for myself, I really enjoy getting doses of sunshine. I don't want a lot of sunshine for a long period of time because it just doesn't always make me feel great. But I know the benefits of vitamin D and the best source of that is from the sun. And I do feel re-energized when I'm exposed to sun. So I recommend thinking about ways in which you can sharpen your saw. Maybe you're already doing that. In fact, if you've been listening to me on this podcast for long enough, I talk a lot about how to implement self-care, a form of sharpening the saw. But if you're somebody who is doing all of those things and you're still feeling maybe this dull edge of life, almost like a numbness or boredom, then maybe it's time for you to book an Airbnb out of town or book, book a ticket out of state. And if possible, maybe even leave the country. So again, different people, different circumstances. Obviously, the flexibility of travel is hindered right now. But think about a way in which you can plan for that, if not now, but for the future and what you would want to do during that time away where you're deloading from life. What would help recharge your batteries? Maybe it's visiting family members you haven't seen over the past year. Maybe it's trying a new sport or a new activity. A book that got me really interested in what are called mini retirements. I I knew nothing about this because I grew up with a very conventional mindset around retirement, which is you work to 60, 65 years old, you retire, and you kind of just do nothing until you die. Or you, (laughs) that was, that was, uh, I didn't mean that to sound so morose, like, and depressing. What I mean is, you know, most of us are conditioned to work until we're old. Maybe we can take a few periodic two-week vacations in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and then we retire at 60, 65 years old. And now is our chance to travel the world. All right, we've, you know, we've saved up all the money. We're not working anymore. We got all this free time. Okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to book all these trips. Well, for most of us, Uh, 65 years old is our life is practically over. Maybe we have another 10, 20, 30 years of life left. But at this point, you know, all the best years where we're the strongest and healthiest and most vibrant energy wise, the majority of people uh, are going to experience that in, in many of the decades prior. So by the time we hit 65, things are going to be moving pretty slowly. And maybe you're, you have some physical limitations that will prevent you from hiking big mountains or doing the things you always wanted to do, but you held off for whatever reason. So a book that changed my mind around that is called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And Tim Ferriss has a fantastic podcast. If you haven't checked it out, I recommend it. I also recommend this book if you're somebody who owns a business or is just looking to live more of a flexible life where you incorporate things like mini retirements. You take two months away per year and you travel. You coordinate something with your boss or if you own a business, obviously you're the boss, you make the rules. But, you know, this is something that can provide you a different kind of life than maybe you ever thought possible. 
especially if you're like me, conditioned to believe in this conventional, traditional way of working until I'm old and then I retire, suddenly I can, I have the time and the ability to travel. But really I don't because who knows what's going to happen at 65 and why postpone fun things until then? None of us know what's going to happen. None of us know if we'll ever even make it to that age. Why not enjoy life now? So restructuring the way that you live would make that possible for you to leave and go into these, what Tim Ferriss refers to as mini retirements. So you're enjoying life at a younger age, getting to do travel, if that's what you want to do, volunteering, um, you know, doing these different things that, that maybe you would postpone. So I recommend his book. It's not not every part of this book is going to resonate with everybody because, it, again, it will depend a lot on what you have going on and what you're interested in. But for me, it, it hit home in it when I started my business in 2006. And then by 2009, when I was hooked on traveling the world, I realized I needed to implement a lot of the strategies and the mindset kind of tactics that Tim Ferriss is he's he's really known for. And once I did that, everything kind of opened up for me where I had this completely different perspective. Now, when your mind flips, when you have an expansion in your consciousness, where now you're thinking broader and you have this fresh perspective, so many opportunities begin to open up because you're thinking about what is possible instead of putting all these limitations on yourself and your capabilities. So this book really blew my mind. It really allowed me to expand the way that I thought about life and not only in my 20s, uh, but beyond every decade of life, every year. And I started to implement more travel, which contributed quite a bit to my growth, my learning, but also my connection to the world. And it was incredibly life-changing. So again, four-hour work week, I recommend it. Really fantastic book. Um, and let me just leave you with this. When, when I go away, I use every part of my time away from home thinking about how I can make my time at home better. And I work from home. I spend a lot of time at home. I don't really... I don't really love to go out. Um, I'm not into like the bar scene. I don't really enjoy going out to restaurants, which, you know, just under the circumstances works out quite well for me. But I know that other people really enjoy those things and they thrive on that. They really need the energy from other people. I can take that energy in doses. And so I get a lot of time to myself to think and plan. But when I go away from home, I'm fully out of my space. I'm not in the routine of taking care of, you know, my dogs and working and getting in my workouts that are so easily to get, you know, easy to get in. Now I'm challenged to figure out a way, well, maybe I'm going to go for a walk when I'm traveling, or maybe I'm going to do a body weight workout because I don't have access to the same equipment. So my, my frame of mind is challenged and I have to think of new ways to do anything. So when I'm away from home, I have that opportunity, that contrast to come up with new ideas and have novel experiences, learn new things. I get to take a rest from my business because this allows me 
not only to have gratitude for my business because I love it. I love the work that I do every day. It provides me an opportunity to come up with these different ideas of how to improve every aspect of our business because I'm not in it. You know, when you're in it, you can't really see things the way that you otherwise could if you're out of it looking at it from a distance. You have a fresh perspective. And this just opens up a whole bunch of new doors for improvement. So really, what I want you to take away from this is how to implement ways for for renewal, how to restore, how to recover, how to not necessarily escape life because I don't think that's the best idea or the best mindset. It's not about escaping. It's about taking some time away so you can see how to make your life better in all areas. And I think this is really valuable. So if you haven't in a long time, I recommend booking a trip. Even if it's a few days, give yourself a, an adequate period of time to be away from home so you have enough of an opportunity to gain that perspective, settle into a new place and really start to relax your mind because it's going to be much different of a feeling than just trying to relax at home. Taking the time away will really benefit your mind, your body. And if you're going with somebody, it's going to benefit your relationship because it will give you an opportunity to connect with that person. Uh, But also taking time to yourself is beneficial to connect with yourself. If one thing resonated with you, if it was helpful to you in this episode, please consider leaving me a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. I have so really just appreciated your feedback on the podcast, whether it's a message that you send me um, or even the reviews that have been left on iTunes. Please take a minute if you could and let me know your thoughts. Hope you're all doing well. I'll talk to you in the next one.